your weekly Selk Grassroots podcast, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Welcome, and now for this week's edition of All Around the Leagues. Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast where we'll look back at the games on the 11th of October and forward to the games on the 18th of October. In the Premier Division, Everett Rovers Reed made it three wins from three games with a 3-1 home victory over FC Unicorn and now see themselves in fourth place in the table with two games in hand. The goals were scored for Everett Rovers were a brace from Dominic David and one from Nick Curley, whilst Jamie Calvin got the sole reply for FC Unicorn. Sun Sports Athletic retained the leadership with a 2-0 win over St Joseph's, who have now lost three games on the bounce after winning their opening two. Sun Sports Athletic had Tom Inch with a brace to thank for that victory. Oakview have a third win of the season after a 6-0 win over Rifle Volunteer who remain at the foot of the table. The Oakview goals came with a hat-trick for Chris Blunden, one for Tom Kennedy, Lee Armit and Jake Grace. Evergreen are now third in the table after a 5-2 win over Old Valerians. The Evergreen goals came from Ollie Cripps, Matt Goodchild, Ben Adams, Jake Sahota and Tom Verbena, with Ryan Woosley and Stephen Pitch replying for Old Valerians. Also, for the second in three weeks... Chorley Wood Club beat Fox and Stone 2-1. After a scoreless first half, Fox and Stone went ahead through Matt Corsbrook in the second half, but the home side battled back twice to win the game through goals from Tom Shaw and Michael East. In Division 1, North Watford made it four wins out of four with a 5-2 away victory against Bushy Rangers, despite the fact that they went two goals down in the first half. The Bushy Rangers' goals were scored by Olawaya Salama and Dylan Caton, and for North Watford, Daryl Brown notched a hat-trick with goals also from Connor Flanagan and Ashley Harewood. Cassidy Rangers have a fifth win from six games after a 6-1 beating of Oxy Spartans. That means they have a six-point advantage over the chasing pack. The goals for Cassidy came with two from Corin Chase, three from Joe Mortimer and one for Adam Leslie with a single reply for Oxy Spartans from George Dawling. AFC Leesden are in third place after they ended Maple Cross's good run of form with a 6-0 win. Goals for AFC Leesden came from a Jack Carter hat-trick, two for Mike Porter and one for Mark Riddick. 
Railway Arms have a first win of the season and they did it in style with an 8-1 win over Langleyberry. The goals for Railway Arms came with two from Dean Brinton, one from Daniel Bourne, one from Marcus Rivers, Jack Davis, Ben Stallard, Jermaine Bocci and an own goal with a single reply for Langleyberry coming from Connor Seals. ASC Bedmond and Ricky produced a seven-goal thriller, with Ricky edging through 4-3 thanks to penalty in added time. The ASC Bedmond goals came from Joe Cox, Tom Pearman and Kevin Lynch, whilst for Ricky, Nick Nolan, Alex Ungaruna for two, and Steve Quarrington got the goals to see them through for a victory. In Division 2, St Mary's Harefield are the new leaders with a thumping 9-2 win over ACS Milan, although they are just one of four sides on nine points. The goals came for St Mary's Harefield with Cole Swan scoring four, Charlie Mallin, Harry Fulbrook, Andre Ford, Charlie Travers and Luke Bentley topped up the numbers with Sean Corky getting a brace for AC Milan in reply. WDFC are in second place after a 3-0 home win against Chester United. Hamiz Ali, Ryan Ball and Daniel Fraligan scored for them. Dunbar are in fourth place after a 4-0 win over FC Metropolitan Hearts with Luke Pochetti with a brace, Chris Dunn and James Hurd getting the goals. The Skyline and Woodside game, although very competitive, ended in a 0-0 draw, so stalemate all round for the two teams. Plenty of goals last Sunday in Division 3, and Watford Town have four wins from four after a 7-1 win in the Watford Derby against Watford Athletic. The Watford Town goals came with two from Lewis Smith, four from Nathan Nottage and one for Alex Nottage, with Bradley Lodge making the sole reply for Watford Athletic. Hertfordshire Eagles are in second place after a 4-1 win over Batchworth. The Batchworth single goal came from Dave Brennan, but Eagles replied with four, with two from Charlie Kimpton, one from Connor Hewitt and one from Jake Hathwell. Chelfham and Saints are in third after a straightforward 6-0 win over King George. The Chalfont Saints goals came with a hat-trick for Niall O'Shea, two for Owen Clements and one for Will Jones. A dominant display from Sparta Phoenix allowed them to defeat Francis George 7-0. The Sparta Phoenix goals came from James Redfern, Floyd Thompson Craig Putman with a hat-trick and Charlie Voss with three. This being Sparta Pins' biggest win since they joined the league.
Inter gained their first win of the season with a 2-1 victory over South Hearts. South Hearts' goal came from Jacob O'Hanlon, but James Oldham and Chris Stead sealed the points for Inter. In the final game in Division 3, Watford Sports beat Woodside Wanderers again by 2-1. Goal scorers were, for Watford Sports, Luke Carey and Callum Bedwell, with a single reply for Woodside Wanderers coming from Edgar Ferreira. Finally, in the only cup match of the day in the Eric Hand Challenge Cup first round tie, Soccer FC defeated ERFC 6-1. And Soccer's goal scorers were Leandro Mateus with a hat-trick, Tyler Connor with two, and George Kofi, with Dan Bennett getting the sole reply for ERFC. Looking forward to next week's games on Sunday the 18th of October. In the Premier Division, the top game is unquestionably the leaders' Sun Sports Athletic against fourth-place Everett Rovers Reed, who have won their opening three games. In Division 1, North Watford, who have won four out of four, face Railway Arms, who themselves will be aiming to build on their first league win this week. In Division 2, the top game is leaders St Mary's Harefield against third-place soccer, both teams currently sitting on nine points. And in Division 3, it's very similar to Division 2, with the leaders against third place, as Watford Town travel to Chelfon Saints. That's it for this week's podcast, and we look forward to... uh, giving you all the information and update again next week. Hello, and welcome to our All Around the League recording, bringing you news and updates from the North Kent Sunday Football League. We start today by confirming the results from matches played on Sunday the 11th of October. In the Senior Division, Sun 8, Sean Nil. Punjab United 1, Longfield Athletic 4, Raugima 5, The Albion 1. In Division 1, South Darrant 2, Dartford Eagles 2, Marley Royals 4, Swanscombe Tigers 3, Newtown Cobras 8, Slade Green Railway 1, New Ash Green 1, Valley Rovers 0. In Division 2, Sean Hyam 1, Cobham 4, Swanscombe Tigers Reserves and Yield Leather Bottle was abandoned. Springfield Park 2, Black Lion Hartley 3. Grayson Spartans 3, AFC Rocheville 3. Six Bells 4, Rising Eagles 2. In Division 3, Welling Park Wanderers 2, Guru Nanak 2. Gravesend United 1, Taverners 1. Gravesend Vipers 3, Verbena 3. And Pelham Arms 3, Phoenix Sports 2. In the GNM Motors Cup Round 1, Halls Athletic 2, Erif Town 2, after extra time, Halls Athletic won 4 3 on penalties. 
in the John Robinson League Cup B Group 1, Queen 3, Hollisters 5, Darston Athletic 1, Dartford Athletic 0. In the John Robinson League Cup B Group 2, Guru Nanak Reserves 5, Zens 0, Ridgeway Darts 2, The Rose Athletic 3. Moving on to the draw for the GNM Motors Cup Round 2, with ties to be played in December. Uh, both Swanscombe Tigers and Sean have both been given buys into the third round. Halls Athletic will play Gravesend, uh, Guru Nanak Reserves. Darston Athletic will play Raul Gima. Welling Park Wanderers will play Riverview United. Springhead Park will play Longfield Athletic. Gravesend United will play Gravesend Spartans. Queen will play Sun. The Albion will play the Rose Athletic. Marley Royals will play AFC Oddfellows. Yeld Leather Bottle will play Punjab United. Slade Green Railway will play New Ash Green. Hollisters will play Newtown Cobras. Sean Hyam will play Valley Rovers. Six Bells will play Cobham. And Dartford Eagles will play Hive Titans. Now moving on to the draw for the John Robinson League Cup A Round 2. With ties again to be played in December 2020. Guru Nanak will play Taverners. Welling Park Wanderers will play Ye Old Leather Bottle. Six Bells will play Pelham Arms. Black Lion, Hartley or Gravesend United will play the Rising Eagles. Halls Athletic will play Erith Town. Fabina will play Gravesend Spartans. AFC Bells will play AFC Rocheville. And Swanscombe Tigers Reserves will play Sean Hyam. Now moving on to this week's Games of the Week. Last week, Michael from Phoenix Sports correctly predicted the outcome of three games and narrowly missed out on a correct score in the Raul Gamer versus Albion game by one goal, but didn't get any correct scores, therefore scoring three points, meaning Blackline Hartley still lead the prediction table with four points, ahead of Queen and Phoenix with three points, Rose Athletic and Verbena have two points, and Gravesend Vipers have one point. This week's Games of the Week have been provided by Mr. Selk Podcast himself, Andrew Wheaton. So... In the Darston Athletic versus the Rose Athletic game, Andrew's gone for a 4-1 Darston win. In Longfield Athletic versus Sean, Andrew's gone for a 3-1 win uh, to Longfield Athletic. In the Hive Titans Marley Royals game, Andrew's gone for a 2-1 Hive Titans win. Black Lion Hartley versus Six Bells, Andrew's gone for a 3-0 Black Lion Hartley win. And in the Town Gravesend Vipers game, Andrew's gone for a 2-all score draw. That's all for this week. We'll be back with more news and results from the North Kent Sunday League next week. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Southern Sunday Football League section of All Around the Leagues. Much like last week, we had loads of cup games this week. So what I'll do is I'll run through the divisional games that took place and then I'll move on to the cup games. So let's get straight into it. Only one game took place in the Graham Dodd Premier Division and Albion hosted Wimbledon Town over at Clapham Common on pitch four. Wimbledon Town coming out 1-0 winners in that one. In the Tony Eldridge Championship, Clapham Newtown lost by three goals to nil to Bath Old Boys United. And Lazio beat Battersea Dogs by two goals to nil. Battersea Dogs came into this game with a 100% record. That now gone. In the Bob Dixon League 1, London Ravens beat Barking Mad by 4 goals to 1 to continue their very good start to the season. 
Norton FC and Brixton Town battle to a 3-3 draw over at Roehampton Playing Fields. Wig Army lost by one goal to nil against Chiswick FC. In League 2, AFC South London fell by one goal to nil against the Wimbledon Commoners over at Kimber Road. Real Dundonald lost by two goals to nil against Atletico Buble. And shock result of the week for me, Putney Pacers lost by six goals to nil against Wimbledon Town B. I have since been, t- been told that Putney Pacers haven't lost a game since last year in September. So what a win that is by Wimbledon Town B. In League 3, London Brooks drew 1-1 with Harbour Rovers. Dara beat South London All-Stars at Clapham Common by two goals to nil. One of my very good friends making his debut in goal for Dara FC. Shout out, Fash. And staying in Clapham Common, Wandsworth Warriors and Ellsfield drew 3-3. In League 4, Q and Tigers B team drew 1-1 with Top Deck FC. Locomotive Wimbledon lost by 6 goals to nil against Merton Athletic. Magpie Recruitment drew 3-3 with Northcote Rangers. In League 5, Ballon Badgers beat AFC Bluebirds by 3 goals to 1. Junction Elite 2nd team beat AFC South London's Reserves by 5 goals to 1. Rio El Madrid beat Kings Athletics by 4 goals to 2. And Painters Community FC beat Westminster Wanderers 3rd team by 4 goals to 0. Moving on to League 6. Junction Elite's third team beat Westminster Wanderers under 23 side by three goals to nil. More than Rangers lost by four goals to nil against St. Matthew's Projects over at Rains Park. St. Cuthbert's Casuals lost by four goals to nil against Clapham Common. And UBLC FC Old Boys lost by three goals to two to London Ravens B team. Three games to tell you about. In League 7, ACT Arantes ran out 2-1 winners against Olympic Mayonnaise. AFC Poplar Rovers beat Southwest Athletics by three goals to nil. And Summertown's Casuals beat Barnstormers by three goals to two. Finally, moving on to League 8, Balham and Clapham Albion lost by two goals to nil to South City FC. Clapham North End lost by five goals to three against AFC Putney's 11, that is their second team. Dara FC's reserves won by three goals to two against Junction Elite's fourth team. And East Putney beat Rosendale Sports by four goals to one. Let's now move on to the London FA Sunday Challenge Cup. Clapham Rovers beat South London Panthers by five goals to one. Club Santa Cruzense beat AFC Putney's first team by five goals to two. Parklife's first team succumbed to a 2-1 defeat against Emma Boys. Southwest Rangers lost by five goals to two in an all-Southern Sunday tie. And in another all-Southern Sunday tie, Swag beat Battersea Park Rangers by two goals to nil. And Westminster Wanderers' first team beat Wandsworth Elite by two goals to one. In the London FA Sunday Trophy first round, 
Cosmos United beat Jeff's Chippies by two goals to nil. South London Giants put eight goals past a Broccoli reserve side who failed to score themselves. That game finishing 8-0 to South London Giants. And Wheat Chief Athletic came from two goals down in the last 10 minutes of the game to beat West Norwood by three goals to two over at Beddington Park. And in the London FA Sunday Junior Cup first round, Vale County beat Isle of Dogs FC Yellows by two goals to one. Parklife B lost by six goals to one against Hatcham Beckenham Manor. Junction Elite lost by five goals to two against the RCGFC under 23s. Q Antigua's first team lost by eight goals to three to Wimbledon Wolves. Lions United lost by three goals to one to East London Kings Reds. Newlands FC got a home walkover. They were supposed to play in Mottingham Forest. Parthenope FC beat Ewell Dons by three goals to two. And Tootin Celtic beat Victoria Line Velocity by two goals to nil. And finally, Clapham Wanderers drew 3-3 with Royal Southwark. That game going to penalties and Clapham Wanderers came out on top, winning that game with six kicks to five. Moving on now to the Marcus Lipton Cup in the first round. Sporting Crabs beat Peckham Cosmos by five goals to nil. Syndicate FC lost by four goals to one against LMT FC over at Bel Air Park. And ourselves, Sporting Continental, we beat West 10 Wanderers by 10 goals to 2 in Abbey Rec at Pitch 1. The highlights of that game coming out on Friday on our YouTube channel. Just search up Sporting Continental and we will be the first ones that come up. Not the tyres. And whilst you're there, hit that subscribe button. It's absolutely free. We've just hit 300 subscribers. Give us a like, comment on the videos, let us know your thoughts. I'm pretty sure you will enjoy it. And with that, that concludes today's version of the Southern Sunday Football League here at All Around the Leagues. And I will see you guys next week. Hello and welcome to the Hearts Advertiser Sunday Football League, uh, part of the Selk podcast. Um, obviously been doing this weekly now since the start of the season. Uh, going to run through the results from the weekend just gone um, and the fixtures for the upcoming weekend very quickly. Um, however, first of all, just want to send our condolences out to the family of Max Eric a former player of Royston Rangers and of uh, current of uh, St Albans Lions who sadly passed away recently, um, I believe due to an accident at work. Um, our thoughts and prayers go out to his family and friends at this, this difficult time. Moving on to the fixtures, uh, sorry, the results for the week just gone. Um, I'll start off with the Premier Division and work my way through. So, uh, AFC London Road 2, Brookmans Park 2, AFC Rangers 1, the Beehive 1, Hilltop 1, Skewbridge 2. In Division 1, uh, Blacksmiths and AFC London Road Reserves was abandoned on 70 minutes. The score at the time was Blacksmiths 3, AFC London Road Reserves 0. We've got Bournemouth Rovers 4, Harpen and Colt Old Boys 1, 
Hearts Lions 4, FC Welling 6, really high scoring game there. Um, Hilltop Reserves 3, Verulam Old Boys 1. Snug Bar 0, BWFC 3. In Division 2, Pinewood 2, AFC Mims 1. Harper and Colt Old Boy Reserves 6, St George's 1. Oaks 3, New Greens 4. Player Packs 4, Little Heath 1. Welling Warriors 1, Wheat Hampstead 89 4. In Division 3, Phoenix Reserves 0, Hansbury's 3. Wishingwell 0, Mermaid 4. Bournewood Raiders 1, the Beehive Reserves 4. Royston Rangers 0, Forza Watford 6. Wheat Hampstead Wanderers 1, TNF 0. And in Division 4, Brookmans Park fr- Reserves 3, the Wrestlers 3. Hatfield Mosquitoes against St Albans Warriors was postponed. Hatfield Seniors 3, Welling Warriors Reserves 2. Marshallswick Rovers 10, Phoenix A 0. And Welling Pegasus 7, Royston Rangers Reserves 1. And also in the semi-final of the Hearts Advertiser Cup, it ended Blackbury Jacks 3, Plough and Harrow 0. Now, on to my predictions for this for that week. So, I've done slightly better than I thought I would have. But um, So, AFC London Road against Brookmans Park. Um, I've said all along that I thought that Brookmans Park, got, despite getting off to a great start, hadn't met any of the three favoured teams in that league, from my opinion, um, at the start of the season. And this was the, the start of two very tough fixtures for them. Um, but look, I know they were 2-0 down. They've come back from behind, drew 2-2 with a with a good AFC London roadside. Uh, showed fantastic fight and resilience there. And um, yeah, fair play. They've kept themselves on top of the, of the Premier Division, uh, much to the surprise, I'm sure, of a lot from the start of the season. But um, they've got AFC Rangers this weekend, a result there as well. And I, I think you're going to have to start seriously co- considering them as title contenders. I had that as 4-1 to uh, London Road. I thought it would be quite comfortable. But yeah, uh, obviously I was wrong as per usual. Um, then it was actually a game involving my own team, the Blacksmiths against AFC London Road Reserves, which was unfortunately abandoned after 70 minutes. I can't really say much more on it at this time, um, but just so everyone knows, it was nothing to do with anything between the two sides being violent or anything towards each other. Uh, it was a, g- a really good game, actually played in really good spirits. Two very good footballing sides. It was close at the start, and um, and yeah, we, we, we sort of kicked on a bit and uh, and were three 0 up at the time of the stoppage. I had it down as four. 5-4, uh, didn't have any faith in my back line because their they're, they're, they're front three are very good, um, but the boys were superb and, and, and kept a clean sheet, so uh, again, proving me wrong, but I picked, I got the result um, right, just not the score. Um, down in Division 2, the game of the week there was Player Packs FC against Little Heath, um, the top two in the league, Player Packs unbeaten, Little Heath had only lost once, I believe, um, which was a 1-0 loss uh, the week before. Looked like it was going to be a close game. I thought it would be a draw 2 all. I, I did pick player packs to be the surprise package for this league and said if they're there or thereabouts at Christmas, I think they'll put a real title challenge in. Um, they're top of the league now and, and, and they're just improving every week by the looks of it. 4-1, they won quite convincingly there. Um, yeah, I know Elliot, who who's the manager of the player packs, they'll be absolutely delighted. Uh, he's a good mate of mine and he'll be, uh, he'll be well chuffed with how they've started. And um, yeah, they're looking really tough to beat there in Division 2. 
Um, in Division 3, Bournemouth Raiders against the Beehive Reserves. Um, I knew it, I, I thought it'd be a closer game than it was. It was 4 1 to the Beehive Reserves. Um, these two sides are actually made up. Half of each team is, is our old third team from last year. So they all knew each other. And now I heard it was a bit of a fiery game. I thought it'd be I thought it'd be a draw. Both of them have been involved in high scoring games. Both have scored and conceded goals. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought it would. But Beehive Reserves, being honest, they've got a couple of wins under their belt in the last few games. James is running them. He's, he's a good lag notes. And, and, yeah, and I think that they're, um, they're doing really well now. I think they'll kick on. I think they'll be up there. Um, in Division 4, well in Pegasus against Royston Rangers Reserves. I had it as a 2-0 win for Pegasus. I got the result right. Pegasus did win, but it was 7-1. Very convincing there from the young side who have obviously just... just to give them a bit of credit, they've come straight in from youth football uh, under-18s last year, straight into the men's game. Um, it, it's a different kettle of fish and, and fair play to them. They picked up a couple of wins and they're doing quite well. So, well done to them. And finally, uh, Blackbridge Jackson's play on Harrow. I had it down as a close 2-1 encounter to, from what I know of them, evenly matched sides. Blackbridge Jackson won 3-0. I've been told it was a game of two halves. I've Plough and Harrow were fantastic in the first half but couldn't find a net. Blackbridge Jacks were fantastic in the second half and scored three goals. So, um, yeah, well done to Blackbridge Jacks reaching the final. I believe that's our another final um, confirmed. It will be Blackbridge Jacks against Skewbridge. Um, we've obviously got the Junior Cup confirmed already, which is... Um, let's hope I get this right between Welling Warriors reserves and Harper and Colt Old Boy reserves, um, and then there's just two more to decide. There's the um, the cup involving London Road and Phoenix. They've got a semi-final coming up this weekend, and then um, the winners will play Skew Bridge in the final. And there's also the intermediate cup where my team, the Blacksmiths, are in the final, um, and we will wait to see the winners from Hearts Lions against Harper and Colt Old Boy reserves, which actually takes place on the 25th of this month. Now to run through the fixtures for this coming Sunday, the 18th of uh, October. I'll start again with the Premier Division. Uh, we've got Blackbridge Axe against the Beehive. Brookmans Park against AFC Rangers. Plough and Harrow against Hilltop. And Skewbridge against Six Bells. In Division 1, Hilltop Reserves against BWSC. AFC London Road Reserves against Bournemouth Rovers. Blacksmiths against League Leaders FC Welling. Harpen and Cole Old Boys against Hearts Lions and Verulam Old Boys against Snugbar. In Division 2, AFC Mims against Welling Warriors, Little Heath against Oaks, New Greens against Player Packs, St George's against Pinewood and Wheat Hampstead 89 against Harpen and Cole Old Boy Reserves. In Division 3, it's Borenwood Raiders against the Wishing Well, Forza Watford against Wheat Hampstead Wanderers, Phoenix Reserves against the Mermaid, TNF against Hansbury's, the Beehive Reserves take on Royston Rangers. And finally, Division 4, Hatfield Seniors against Marshalls Whit Rovers, Royston Rangers Reserves against St Albans Warriors, Hatfield Mosquitoes against Brookmans Park Reserves, Phoenix A against Welling Pegasus, and Welling Warriors Reserves against the Wrestlers. And also we've got AFC London Road against Phoenix in the semi-final I mentioned earlier. This week, the Hearts Advertiser Super 6 involves one game from each division uh, with an extra game coming from Division 3. So the game in the Prem is Brookmans Park, the early league leaders against last year's unbeaten league leaders at the point of COVID, AFC Rangers. Um, I said it the other week before they played London Road. These next two weeks would be a real test for Brookmans Park and their credentials for challenging a, for the title. I, I believe that it will be again. 
Jeff at Brookman's Park is probably going to hate me, but I think AFC Rangers will win it. I think their run's going to come to an end. And if it doesn't come to an end here and Brookman's Park get a result, I will start backing them every week um, and putting money where my mouth is because, yeah, they've done fantastically well. Um, I'm not saying that they, if they lost this game, they couldn't go on and challenge for the league, but I think that will just show... Um, it, it will give them sort of kill their momentum. They've picked up some really good momentum. Absolute credit to the boys down at Brookman's Park. But I think AFC Rangers uh, will be a little bit too strong for them. And I've, I think it'll be close. I've got them for 2 1 to AFC Rangers. In Division 1, it's bottom v second bottom um, over at Verulam uh, between Verulam Old Boys and Snug Bar. I think this one will be on as even. Both sides have shipped goals, both sides have struggled to score. But I think that this will be 3 3. In Division 2, Again, we've got uh, a cracking game between Wheat Hampstead 89 and Harpen and Cole Old Boy Reserves. Division 2 really starting to look like, um, I know player packs have sort of pulled away a little bit with their win against Little Heath last week, but this division's wide open, I think. It's, it's, it's anyone can beat anyone. It's a really, really tough league. Uh, Wheat Hampstead picked up a really good result at the weekend against Welling Warriors, who were one of my fancied teams alongside Wheato, um, and they look to have shaken off that early start, our old rivals, and I think they'll beat Harpen and Cole Old Boy Reserves, who themselves are in a very good side in their own right potential of two finals to reach for last year they, they've got one done they're looking to get to the intermediate as well um, they're a good young side they asked to get promoted they could have just stayed in division three they asked to go up to division two as well so a credit to them as well but I think Wheat Hampstead they're a big strong side I think they'll just have a little bit too much for them uh, I've gone for 2-1 to Wheat Hampstead in Division 3, we've got Bournemouth Raiders against the Wish and Well. Bottom two, neither of them with a win this season. Both have conceded a fair few goals in recent weeks. Both be looking to get off the mark. Um, I, I know Owen from Bournemouth and one of my old players, Mike, plays for them as well. Got a little soft spot for them because they're from Bournemouth, the same as me. Now, I'm going to go for 4-3 to Bournemouth Raiders, but I think it'll be a cracking game down there. Um, and also in that league, we've got TNF, who were on top until they got beat yeah, um, last week, I believe. And Hansbury's, who are one of my fancy teams for this division. I think it'll be tight. I think it'll be on as even one apiece. And then in Division 4, we've got Royston Ranger Reserves against St. Albans Warriors. The bottom two in this division... Um, Royston Rangers are propping up the table at the moment. I think the Warriors will be too strong for them. I've gone for 5-1 to St. Albans Warriors. Um, that's all for this week. Thank you very much for listening. And um, yeah, I'll, I will catch up with you all again next week. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Having trouble tracking who can play and who can't? Download Down to Play before your next match. The first app to purely focus on player availability. Get Down to Play for free in the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the Maidstone and Mid-Kent section of the Selk Podcast. I'm Ian and I'm here to bring you all the news, views and information from around the league along with the results and fixtures as part of the weekly show. It's week four, which clubs continue with their league campaign, 15 games across four divisions and as always, some big matches. We'll bring you all the results and scorers as part of the show, so stay tuned for that. But first, let's catch up with the league news. Kent Sands played Brighton Sands in a match to support Baby Loss Awareness Week. The well-sported events saw Kent Sands run out 4-3 winners on the night and the match played in Brighton. The sad news broke the next morning when a member of the Kent Sands team had their vehicle broken into and all their matchday kit and equipment stolen. It was a bitter blow for a team who have done so much to raise the profile of some great causes since their formation, which we spoke a lot about on the show last week. Their game against Snodland Town was cancelled as a result. But the response to the situation from the league, its clubs, players and many supporters to the team was incredible. 
Larkfield and Newhive, White Horse, Sands Ashby, Barming Colts, Gold Stars, Barda Miners, K Sports, Minter all made donations as clubs as well as many players and supporters. The Kent FA have sent a replacement first aid kit. The Maidstone and Mid-Kent League have sent some match balls. And Lee Wogan, Wales Under-21 International and current Chelmsford goalkeeper, has personally donated some new goalkeeper gloves and equipment. Snodland Town were obviously very understanding of the fixture cancellation and we take our hats off to everyone who supported the team to get back on their feet. It truly has been a great community effort and I know Mike and the team will be extremely grateful. Don't forget, as mentioned last week, there's a Constellation Cup running this year, so all 16 teams who didn't go through to round two of the Challenge Cup will be included in that draw, which of course will have live on set first before anywhere else, so keep tuning in to catch that over the next few weeks. Remember, for any other news, questions or queries, you know the drill. Email us, info at whitehorsefootballclub.co.uk, Twitter at white underscore horse underscore FC, Instagram at white.horse.fc. That's it for the league news this week, so let's get down to business and have a look at the results from the weekend. In the Express Water Centre Premiership, Aylesford lost 3-1 at home to Marden Miners. An early goal from time and money and 10 minutes followed by a first half brace from Robbie Smith put the game out of sight by half time. Bradley Beckett with a consolation for Aylesford in the 83rd minute. Barming were involved in another entertaining match, this time against K-Sports. James Bush, Lewis Mingle and Keelan Mooney putting K-Sports ahead, but a Dylan Feely goal just before half time, Chris Henry on 61 and a late equaliser by substitute Jason Parsons secured a share of the points for Colts. East Morning beat Park Royal 2-1 at home, Jack Hislop and Scott Iverson with the goals for Morning, Mackenzie Gardner with a goal for Royal. Fishman's Arms are still yet to score a point in the Prem as they lost 3-2 to Gold Stars at home and continue their miserable run. The depleted squad meant some of the old favourites returned back to the team to ensure the Fish could continue to fight in the top division. Goals from David Allen and Josh Kohler weren't enough to gain any points against Gold Stars, as George Payne and a Jacob Hearn Brace saw them take all three points. In Division 1, East Morning Reserves beat Langley 6-1 at Horseshoes Lane. Lee Sturgeon cut inside and fired past the goalkeeper to open the scoring. He then made it two when Matt Moores fired the ball across the box for Sturgeon to tap in. Sturgeon then turned provider to put Liam Budgeon through. The goalkeeper made a smart save only for Franco Minieri to fire home the rebound. A first half penalty sealed the game after Lee Sturgeon was fouled. Steve Nolan with no mistake from the spot. Jack Piper made a mistake to give Charlie Lux a goal for Langley which they gratefully received. Liam Budgeon made it 5-1 with a header from a Dan Curley cross and Lee Sturgeon completed his hat-trick from 12 yards. Young midfielder Charlie Roberts was the man of the match for morning in that game. Rubicon Limerick got their payback for Larkfield dumping them out of the Challenge Cup a couple of weeks ago. Josh Wilson with a first half brace along with the second half goal from Callum Lambert. Sean Elkington with a goal for Larkfield. Rubicon currently the team to beat in the league, their 100% record still intact. Laybourne beating Victor Rangers 3-1 at home. Simon Harrison, Baldy Maha and an own goal for Laybourne who also had Adrian Owen sent off for a straight red card. Matt Rustic with the goals for Rangers. Whitehorse and Sutton Valance still both had their 100% records intact going into their match at the weekend. Valance had chances but found the Bredman keeper Ryan Jones in fine form as he made two superb saves. 
Dean Skeggs had the best opportunities for Whitehorse. He blazed over from close range and fired wide from the angle after rounding the Valence keeper. Both teams ended the day with a clean sheet and still remain undefeated as a draw seemed like a fair result. In Division 2, AFC Phoenix ran out 4-3 winners over Tempest, a brace from Jamie Freewin, as well as goals from Casey Bridge and substitute Ben Collins-Smith was enough to outscore Tempest and secure three points. Goals from Dan Stevens, Robin Dykeite and an own goal for Tempests. Minter lost 3-1 to Aylesford Reserves at home. Tommy Whitnell, Sean Hardy and Harry Dawes with the goals for Aylesford. Ricky Coomber came off the bench to score for Minter. Barmy Blues put part roles reserves to the sword. Jake Bates scoring four in that game as well as efforts from Che Bradbury, Jack Samendi and Martin Bergham. No team sheet for the Royals so I'm unable to give you their goal scorer. Whitehorse Jaguars drew 2-2 with Vinters, Daniel Room opening the scoring for Vinters in the first half. The Jags hit back and Michael Stevens and Dan Pollard put them in front in the second half, only for Tom Shawcross to pop up with a late equaliser to share the points in a competitive game. In Division 3, Invicta Sunday made it three wins out of three and secured their third clean sheet of the season against Laybourne Chase. Laybourne had chances to open the scoring and a reaction save from Invicta keeper Ben Austin late in the first half seemed to be the catalyst to spur Invicta and up their game. Moments after, Carl Bennett's cross was met with a header from Sam Ardley which went on in off the post. Three minutes later, Invicta went further ahead with an incredible goal. Will Clark in his own half unleashed a powerful looping shot which flew over the keeper and into the net. And after the break, Invicta kept up their work rate particularly outstanding battling display from man of the match Joe Casey. The pressure and hard work paid off. On 78 minutes, Jamie Allen fired a 25-yard free kick home for Invictus third. Laybourne Angels beat Coxheath 2-1 at home. Luca Carbarian and Harry Small with the goals for Angels. Andrea Ridolfi with the goal for Coxheath. Crosskeys beat Walnut 6-3 away from home. Jake Bott and Reese Bingham both with a brace along with efforts from Jack Wyatt Joel Latter for the keys and Nathan Giles brace and a Jamie Boyce goal for Wanderers that's it for results from the weekend finally before we go let's have a look at the fixtures for the week ahead it's President's Cup weekend with all 32 clubs involved in President's A Aylesford take on East Morning Reserves East Morning welcome Margin Miners Gold Stars host Barming Colts Invicta Rangers take on Larkfield, K Sports welcome White Horse, Park Royal entertain Fisherman's Arms, Rubicon Limerick host Laybourne and Sutton Valence take on Langley Athletic. And in Presidents B, FC Phoenix take on Maidstone Tempest, Barming Blues host Cox Heath, Laybourne Angels welcome Crosskeys, Laybourne Chase entertain Kent Sands, Minter take on Aylesford Reserves, Snodland Town host Invicta Sunday, Vinters take on Park Royal Reserves and Whitehorse Jaguars welcome Walnut Wanderers. Best of luck to all the teams with their cup fixtures. Don't forget to tune in next week to hear all the action. That's all we've got time for this week. Thanks to East Morning Reserves, Invicta Sunday, Whitehorse and Sands for sending in information and news. Please keep them coming in. It's always great to feature different clubs. For any content, please get in contact via email, Twitter or Instagram. Don't forget to tune in next week for the latest stories, league results and goal scorers. Until then, remember, it's always more than just football. Hello and welcome to the Levered and District podcast for this week. We had 68 matches on Sunday 11th of October and they were as follows. In the London...
Challenge Sunday Cup, Westminster Wanderers 2, Wandsworth Elite 1. In the London Sunday Junior Cup, FC United of Bromley 1, Seller Sunday 6. Path and No Hope 3, Yuldons 2. In the Premier Division, Barnes Eagles Senior 7, Oxshot Royal Sunday 4, Old Wimbledonians 0, the Duke of Buckingham 3, Partizan All-Stars 0, Putney Town 1, and finally Wongas Seniors 3, Poplar 4 in Division 1. Banstead Rovers versus the Buffs was abandoned due to player injuries. JB Rangers 3, Chesington United 1, Old Wimbledonians Reserve 7, Ashford Town Middlesex Sunday 2, Pavletico Rovers 4, London St George's 0, then in Division 2, Carshorton FC 7, Royal Admiral 1, Chesington Sports 0, Alexandria United 2, Putley Lions 3, Hamworth Sports 2, Rosehill Athletic Sunday 1, Not Very Athletic 5, Thames River Plate 2, Carshorton All Stars 5. In Division 3, Alexandria United Irons 3, AFC Lynx 5, CF Rail Morden 9, Effingham Park United 1, Downside 3, Tolworth 1, Mondial 1, ECS Classics 11 0. In Division 4, Halton Athletic 1, Kingston Boys 1, Kingston Patriots 3, Banstead Eagles 1, Mickleham Badgers 3, Hersham Rangers 4, Sporting Santos 1, Lower Kingswood Social 0. And finally, Sutton Knights 3, Bev Athletic 5. In Division 5, Dundonald 1, Hersham 2, Erskine Rovers 2, Berylands United 6, Yule Corinthians 2, AFC Yule 1, Sutton Sports 1, RP Royals 4. Then into Division 6, AFC Yule Reserves 0, Ironside 4, AFC Rio 3, Wooden Victoria 12, Nork 2, Byfleet Village Men's 2, Southwest XI 8, Common Village 0, and West Woking Wanderers 1, Team Athletic 4. In Division 7, Alexandria United Ravens 2, Mitcham Strollers 2, Corrigask Phoenix 5, Newdigate Sunday 4, Epsom Albion 2, Hersham Royals 0, Haydens Park 1, AFC Yule Tigers 0, SCR Sunday Reserves 6, Charmwood Cavaliers 2. Into Division 8, Abbey Rangers Sunday 0, Ditton Dons 1, Epsom All-Stars 0, Serberton Town 4, FC Moretti 3, Thames Ditton 2, Old Kingstonians 2, AFC Southborough 1, St Helier Youth Men's 1, Claygate Casuals 6, into Division 9, AFC Cannons 2, AFC Tolworth 5, Egham Stags 5, Fetcham United 2, Kingston Dynamos 1, Rosehill Athletic Sunday Reserves 1, Rye FC 2, Hamworth Sports Reserves 2, Sporting Renegades 2, Alexandria United Athletic 3, Serbenton Sports Reserves 2, Morden United 4. Into Division 10, Cage United 2, Byfleet Town 4, My Team Paid 2, 
Old Wimbledonians A1, Rygate Hill 1, Sutton Knights A2, Rickman Rovers 3, Ching Village 0, The Willoughby Arms 3, Rygate Road Rangers 6, and West Byfleet Rangers 1, Castle Hill 6, into Division 11, Albury FC 1, SCR Sunday Yellow 7, Carshorton Eagles 0, Parkside Sunday 15, F&M United 6, Sporting Wimbledon 0, FC Surrey Side XI 4, Dynamo Kingston 2, Overton Lions 0, Beddington Park 5, and finally Sutton Knights B1, Tabworth Tigers 2. Into Division 12, BCJ 4, Parkside United 1, Double H Sunday 2, Your Galacticos 4, Interham 9, Tabworth Tigers Reserves 1, Old Wimbledonians B2, Off the Grid 6, Shearwater Sunday, Leverhead and District 1, West Woking Rovers 1. That's it for this week's results. Now on to next week's fixtures. We have 89 matches starting in the Surrey County FA Sunday Lower Junior Cup. Abbey Rangers Sunday Reserves versus Guildford Albion. Addington United versus Charnwood Cavaliers. AFC Hamsey Rangers versus St Helier Youth Men's. AFC Tolworth versus FC Moretti. Alexandria United Athletic versus Sutton Knights B. Byfleet Town versus Castle Hill. Cage United versus Addiscombe Casuals Reserves. Charlwood Village Reserves versus Interham. Egham Stags versus Old Wimbledonians A. FNM United versus Kings Athletic. Fetchham United versus Dynamo Kingston. Haydens Park versus AFC Poplar Rovers. Hersham Royals versus Ironside. Holland Sports versus Croy Gas Phoenix. Kingston Dynamos versus Lambeth All Stars A. Leatherhead Galacticos versus Richmond Saints. Milford Green versus Epsom All Stars. Mitcham Strollers versus Serberton Lions. Morden United versus Hayes Old Boys. North Camp versus Old Kingstonians. Off the Grid versus AFC Yule Tigers. Old Wimbledonians B versus ACT Arantes United. Overton Lions versus the Willoughby Arms. Parkside Sunday versus Tabworth Tigers Reserves. Parkside United versus BCJ. Rack Straws versus Rye FC. Rail Homesdale Sunday versus Rygate Road Rangers. Rygate Hill versus Carshorton Eagles. Rickman Rovers versus Q Antigua B. Rose Hill Athletic Sunday versus AFC Croydon Town Reserves. SC Teddington versus Epsom Rovers. SCR Sunday Yellows versus Sporting Wimbledon. Shearwater Sunday versus Beddington Park. Sporting Renegades versus Hamworth Sports Reserves. Serbent Sports Reserves versus Weybridge Town Sunday. Serbent Town versus Claygate Casuals. Sutton Dynamo versus Sutton Knights A. Tabworth Tigers versus AFC Cannons. Wallington Town versus Red Hill Rovers. And finally, Worcester Park versus West Woking Rovers. Then into the Surrey County FA Sunday Junior Cup.
AFC All Reserves versus Hersham Rangers, AFC Lynx versus Vale County, AFC Rio versus Heathrow Club, AFC Tubworth versus West Woking Wanderers, AC Gamboli versus Walton Heath, Atletico Buble versus Wooden Victoria, Banstead Eagles versus RB Eagles, Banter Central versus My Team Paid, Berrylands versus Effingham Park United, Bev Athletic versus Tolworth, Boca Seniors versus Alexandria United Irons, Chelsham Athletic versus RP Royals, Erskine Rovers versus Merstrand Adults, FC Surreyside 11 versus Hersham FC, Horton Athletic versus Yule Dons, Kingston Madrid versus ECS Classics 11, Kingston Patriots versus FC Shubu Stars All Stars, Lingfield Sunday versus SCR Sunday Reserves, Palace Saint Germain versus Kingston Boys, Seller Sunday versus Manor Park Wanderers, Selsden Town versus Riverside, Shearwater Sunday versus Yule Galacticos, Southwest XI versus Hawley Town Sunday, Sporting Santos versus Clapham Wanderers, Sutton Knights versus AFC Mortlake, University Strollers versus Yule Corinthians, Woking and Maybury versus Byfleet Village Men's, and finally Woking and Weybridge versus Epsom and Yule Old Boys. All of them fixtures in both county cups on the Surrey FA are uh, round ones. And moving on into the Premier Division, Oldham Wildonians versus Wandsworth Elite, Poplar versus Partizan All Stars, Putney Town versus Barnes Eagle Senior, and the Duke of Buckingham versus Wangas Seniors. Into Division 1, AFC Chase versus Oldham Wildonians Reserves, Ashford Town Sunday versus Chesington United, London St George's versus Banstead Rovers, The Buffs versus JB Rangers, Wangas United versus Pavletico Rovers into Division 2 Alexandra United versus Carshorton FC Chesington Sports versus Carshorton All-Stars Hamworth Sports versus Rosehill Athletic Sunday Not Very Athletic versus Royal Admiral and Putney Lions versus Thames River Plate to Division 3 Mondial versus Downside then into Division 5 AFC All versus Serbent Sports and then Division 6 Team Athletic versus Nork into Division 7, Alexandria United Ravens versus Epsom Albion and FTC Galacticos versus Newdigate Sunday. Into Division 8, AFC Southborough versus Thames Ditton. And finally, West Byfleet Rangers and Cheam Village in Division 10. That's all the fixtures for the 18th of October, and that's all from me. Thanks for listening, and speak to you again next week. Daniel Merricks here from Upton Park, ladies, in the Greater London Women's League. Um, an update, missed a couple of weeks uh, of recording this. Um, it's been a couple, a couple of tough weeks for the um, squad in general. Um, back-to-back defeats, um, heavy ones as well. Um, <clears throat> we've lacked the desire and the work ethic to really have a go in these last two weeks um especially on sunday 
when we played a game that was um was winnable against Hackney women. Uh we should have took the game to them a little bit more, um, showed a bit more aggression and uh we would have got something out of that game but we just we just didn't we lost the game in the middle of the park. We just didn't work hard enough. We didn't want it as much as the other team wanted it. And uh yeah, we've we have to we have to rebuild, we have to you know, we're in the process as well where I've got to be honest. Um we probably went we probably put too much emphasis on the amount of players that we had within the squad um to safeguard us for the year, um, which is normal um and expected because I mean, you know, your first your first league um campaign you don't want to be, you know, short on players or dropping out because um you haven't got enough to compete. So I think, you know, is it, it was a massive thing putting this squad together on the back of um COVID. And then, you know, going into this season, I think in order for us to gel, the group is needed to be condensed down a little bit, which we've done over the last couple of days. Um not through solely our choices, a look a couple of players have uh, left for personal reasons and um and now I think we're at a squad size where you know we're able to gel a little bit better as a unit potentially um and we can yeah we can move on um <clears throat> from those from those losses and we can start to rebuild but we've really got to go back to basics we've got a big game against Regent's Park on Sunday uh, whilst all the other games have seemed to be postponed because of the county cup as is still on um, and that's been confirmed by Regent's Park so we're at home this weekend at uh, West Ham Foundation in Beckton, East London we'll be hoping to get three points and put this right and actually kickstart our campaign from this weekend so hopefully we can do that we're going to be working really hard with the girls uh, this week to get them in better shape for that for this uh, coming game or we but we are in a process right now and we have to see it as that we're in a development process. It's not going to be all results driven. I keep saying to the girls and I've said it, let's just get our performance right week on week. Let's just improve the small little details. The wins will come eventually. Um, we've just got to focus solely on individual and collective performance at this point and uh, we can turn this around but um, the game to look out for is the following week as well uh, where we will play um, a local derby if you like um, it's all friendly all good but we're we'll face some um, forest crusaders in a league game another another team based in the borough of newham uh, really good group of people over there uh, love what jason's doing uh, so good luck to them for the rest of the season but Hopefully they have a bad one against us. <laughs> um, but yeah, listen, thanks for um, thanks for listening into our vision and what's going on in our league and at our club. And uh, I'll keep you updated with more of these going on to the future. Um, and yeah, hopefully we turn things around from here. I'm I'm optimistic. We've put some, um, you know, we've had some honest conversation in the group. Um, we've we've you know highlighted the fundamentals um and the non-negotiables uh both from our point of view but also what the players expect of us and we'll continue to work hard to um do the community proud so again thank you enjoy the rest of uh, your week bye now 
This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.